All right, should we get cracking? Let's do it, my friend. Lister, once again, to another edition of Fussy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you close to the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighbourhood bar and lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I'm joined, as is custom right now, via the miracle of the internet, by the director of football at Bluefoot, Rodney Styles. How are you doing, sir? Yippee, yippee, yippee. I'm very good, my friend. How are you? <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Well, this week, we're going to look back at what happened in some of the international games, which seems to have gone on forever. Oh, um, so <laughs> a couple of questions from the randomizer. We'll have, uh, yeah, seeing as how it is international week, we decided to come up with the best 11 that we've seen live. So best kind of individuals making up a team. And we'll look forward to what's happening in the Prem, Bundesliga and other games of interest this coming weekend. Any other business, and then we'll get out of your way. Yeah, I think if everyone's all right with that, we'll get cracking with, uh, yeah, some of the games. There was actually some actual games of import um, on Thursday when Scotland beat Serbia on penalties 5-4 after the game finished. Oh. Yeah, and they, they, they were one that left until the last second, weren't they, when Serbia yeah. got a header. But fair play to them. They, they came back and now we played them on June the 18th next year, I believe. I believe there's Scotsmen marching already to Wembley. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Apparently, they get given 18,000 tickets or something, don't they? Well, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> With a fair wind. So, yeah. My favourite result of that day, though, was um, the United States of America, all 380 million of you, couldn't beat the little lowly Welsh boys without Ramsey and Bale. So that made me very happy. Yeah, that was one. That was nil all, wasn't it? Yeah, Northern Ireland didn't make it against Slovakia in the corresponding Euro qualifier final, yeah. and England played Ireland, like dealt with them three nothing, pretty routine. Oh, because it's a friendly, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they didn't look up too much, really. I don't think uh, Republic of Ireland. That was our B team out there, wasn't it? On Friday, Sorry, we need to Friday. Sorry, I was going to say we need to get a Friday. I was showing this game at the Blue Foot, <laughs> a very empty Blue Foot, I have to say. <laughs> Yeah, if it was, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, well, I mean, had it not been for the pandemic, I'm sure you, it would have been queuing around the block, but... um yeah. a rap, isn't it? The, the ball won win. win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the all-time great own goals scored again, uh, for us as well. Do you see that? I did. Brilliant. <laughs> so the ball dropped after someone's booted it up front and their defender lobs his own goalie on the volley. It's quite special. Then on Saturday, more Euro Nations action, if you can call it that. France beat Portugal 1 0. Um, Spain mm. drew with Switzerland 1 apiece. And Mexico got a come from behind uh, win against South Korea 3 2. Yeah. Tom set up the opening goal, actually, I believe. Oh, uh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. they were winning at half time, I think, South Korea. Yeah. Um, and Germany beat Ukraine 3 1. But we'll get to Germany. And well, right as well, yeah, because they played Spain yesterday, didn't they? And uh, got an absolute spanking. Six zero. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I couldn't every time I looked at the TV, it was like another goal. It was, it was ridiculous, ridiculous. Uh, he's been there too long, hasn't he, though? I think he tried to uh, revolutionise after their failure in the last World Cup, and uh, mm-hmm. not really happened for him. I don't think, has it? 
Well, that, see, I, I didn't really recognise too many of their players when I saw them play against Switzerland. But, yeah. Well, the man City striker got a hat trick though, didn't he? Torres, did, didn't yeah. He? I didn't even realise he was a striker, but uh, there you go. I didn't even know he was for City. <laughs> Perrin, but, um, Perrin Torres, yeah. Yeah. But the worst result of the weekend was obviously England losing to Belgium. Yeah. just I mean, I don't think that we were 2-0 worse than them, I've got to say, but I wish you'd pick the proper team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Henderson playing in midfield with Rice and he is surplus to the requirements Henderson I'm sorry he doesn't do anything that, that Rice can't do and we need some creativity in there Grealish looked good didn't he but stop playing oh, that, little flick, that little flick with his heel the nice thing Beautiful. about that, that the nice thing about that I thought was actually he could have gone down there and got the bloke sent off but because he was been so skillful yeah, he out of my mouth actually yeah no, he carried on. Yeah, it looked really good, didn't he? Yeah. I watched the game today. We, we beat Iceland 4-0. And yeah, he's so good at getting a free kick, isn't he? Like, yeah. Around the box, he'll just kind of like look like you can nick it off him and then he'll uh, ride the challenge and, and go down and get a free yeah. kick for you. And I think that's going to be really important, that, um, totally. to tournament play. And Foden scored a screamer, I believe. I didn't see the game for. A couple of good goals, actually, from Foden. Yeah, and, and, and then this absolutely disgusting bit of skill towards the end, where I think Maguire thumps it out of defence, and it's, it must have travelled forty yards to get to him, and he cushions it in such a way that it goes like a Cruyff turn, but with the ball coming to him on the half volley, and wow. oh, honestly, I, I'll try and post that because it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. What other games were there? There was uh, Wales beat. Oh. Um, Ireland, 1-0. Um, Wales look really good, Paul, by the way. Wales look amazing at the moment. But they're very hard to beat. Same as Scotland, actually. Um, Bale actually played 90 minutes, which was interesting. He's getting up to full fitness. And the uh, caretaker manager, we won't talk about why he's the caretaker manager, but um, for Wales, said he's happy. He's never seen him like this before. He's right. really happy at the moment, and he wants to play. And The USA played uh, Panama. Uh, beat them mm-hmm. two. They went one nil down as well. USA. Gio Reyna scored his first. Um, yeah, probably going to be a few of those for, for USA. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it really for the um, international roundup. Um, shall we go straight into? Uh, uh, shall we uh, <laughs> start the uh, randomizer up? For some uh, random questions. All right, welcome back. Let's fire up the randomizer. <laughs> And the first question is number six. Some footballing faux pas. Things that opposing fans that you had no idea were so important. For example, the uh, not not calling the uh, the wolf shirt orange is a is a footballing faux pas. So because <laughs> we all know it's all gold. Okay, as a Tottenham fan, I don't I don't acknowledge that Arsenal are from North London. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any reasoning behind this? Is this um... well? They did. They came from southeast Woolwich, so um, they rolled up one day and um, decided to stay. So yeah, <laughs> we don't like them in North London. <laughs> <laughs> Sunny climbs of North London. They were just yeah. tempted by other things like footballing faux pas. Is giving up your identity in the home end as an away fan, kind of like yeah, trying to like sit on your hands and uh, not jumping up in the air if your team scores. That's, uh, I actually did that at Highbury once, mate. <laughs> uh, I was okay. Yeah, uh, Highbury, and that, that that was an interesting experience. 
yeah, I didn't do it again. Actually, the worst experience I had as a Tottenham fan was being in the away end at West Ham against Manchester United with the Man United fans. Worked that one out. <laughs> that was a bit of a faux pas, I can tell you that at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, why, why, am I not, why am I not surprised, I have to say. One thing that really annoys me, and this is a faux pas, like if you are deciding to leave a game early when you're in the, in the stadium and then taking your time getting down mm-hmm. there and you end up sort of like blocking everybody's view. If you go and go, just clear yeah, off. And they turn around and stop and look over their shoulder. Oh, yeah. Just oh. clear out of the way. Those, those would be my... By the way, that's what I said the day I was in the Man United away end. It was actually with a guy from Bolton. I'm just going to let you know that, okay? So. Okay. Yeah. No, they're always trouble. So. Yeah, you're not wrong there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. It's asking for number 10. Penalties or something else. What's the best way to kind of decide a knockout game? I um, actually like the idea of somebody running from the halfway line with the ball. I quite like that one too. Because at least you've got like a thing 30 seconds or 20 seconds to score the goal. You know what I mean? I think that could be quite good fun. So that that's mine. I, I don't like the idea of how many corners you've had or possession and things like that. that kind of, what do you think I, about deciding beforehand the certain ver- versions of it where they have already taken the penalties they know at the end of the game who's going through? I mean, it could go all night, couldn't it? Well, that's the thing. I mean, it de- definitely ensures a good game, doesn't it? Yeah. I hated the golden goal. I hated the silver goal. I thought yeah. they were horrible. They're running from the halfway line. Very ice hockey, isn't it, to do that? Yeah. So. And I think... Whatever the version of MLS before MLS was, they did that, didn't they? To right. have someone running from the halfway line and uh, dribble it around the goalie or whatever you want to do. The most out there one I've got is you actually, every two minutes, you take a player off both teams. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what about free kicks case. or something like that? Why wouldn't you do yeah. like a free kick? Is a, a skill that happens during the game, most most games, isn't it? There's not the pressure of having to be the one that's... You should score a penalty, really, shouldn't you? I was a striker, and I couldn't take a penalty to save my life, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, I don't like penalties. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually like the idea of taking a player off, though. One player each team, every two minutes or whatever. You might be left with the goalkeepers. Well, I think, but then again, like that, oh, could end up in the realms of the Maddows, couldn't it, that? Yeah, it's just, it, it's just really difficult, isn't it? I'd yeah. say what they should do, though, is if it's a nil-all draw, it goes straight to penalties. Like, yeah. no messing about. Because yeah. no one wants to see another half an hour of, like, nil-all football, do they? Oh. Let's be honest. So, yeah, they should go straight least- to penalties. There's been some like extra times which they get so cagey, don't they? Because nobody yeah. wants to lose at the end of the day. I think penalties is the best thing we've got at the moment. Good couple of ideas there. I'll be straight, <laughs> I'll be straight on to the FA, mate, to um, or FIFA. To... Well, it kind of reminds me a little bit that um, uh, all of these different innovations that apparently there's going to be a robot liner. Have you seen this? They're going no. to be running the lines. Robots are going to be running the lines, yeah, and they're okay. kind of they're, they're going to uh, trial this. I'm not quite sure where. But they're going to trial that next year. That, that's <laughs> not going to cause too much fuss, is it? Let's be honest. So. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll take a quick break there and then we'll come back with our greatest 11 of players that we've seen in the flesh. Okay. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. Because it's international break and there's not a great deal of actual football to talk about, we decided that we we're going to have or put together. A team of 11 players that we've actually seen live and in the flesh. Yeah, I quite enjoyed putting mine together. It's kind of interesting. 
<laughs> um, do you start with a goalie again and, and work our way through up to the uh, strikers? I'd probably say the best goalkeeper I've seen in the flesh, but he did concede four this night at White Hart Lane, was um, Schmeichel. Well, I've got Matt Schmeichel down as my... Yeah. I also like David Seaman as well. I thought he was a good character. He plays for a horrible team. What's the name again? World <laughs> Champion. <laughs> I also, and I'm, it's really difficult for me because I always go back to the Tottenham days. Eric the Viking also oh. was a good keeper for us. Yeah. And I did see Ray Clemens in the flesh as well, I believe. No, I didn't. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I did not. Did I see Ray Clemens in the flesh? Did he play the Asian Cup final? I can't remember. He passed away this week, wasn't he? And uh, outpouring of uh, of lovely things um, said about him. Apparently, he was a really top bloke, wasn't he? And, yeah, very, very decorated footballer as well, Paul. Yeah, very much so. If I had me for Peter Sherwood, he would have done so many England caps. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's strange to be a legend at two clubs. I mean, I think yeah, he definitely won at Spurs and for sure in, at Liverpool, isn't he? So um, that must be a testament to his character that. Uh, um, totally, and, and it's funny you should say that because when people mention Ray Clements, I immediately think of him as a Tottenham goalkeeper, right? Even though he won, I think, three European trophies with Liverpool. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. You know what I mean? But um, top guy. I think he was battling cancer for fourteen years as well, which is really yeah, yeah. He was fun. England goalie coach, wasn't he as well? So he done all sorts of different things. It was nice to see. Uh, I think Jordan Pickford made, paid a tribute to him. I have his shirt behind the goal. I think today. Uh, in the game against Iceland. Okay, centre half. Centre half. So I've gone. I've I've got three defenders, and <laughs> so a player that I absolutely loved. He played a season for Bolton. His last season um, in like a top league was uh, Hierro. Uh, we got mm-hmm. him for a year from Real Madrid, and honestly, it was like time stood still when he had the ball at his feet. He was awesome to watch. Just right. superb. I'm going to slip straight into Tottenham mode again as well and say Richard Goff for the one season he played. He was, he was a great central defender for us. Failing that, I'd probably say Gary Mabbott for us or Ledley King. I've gone for Phil Neal, who yeah. was player manager for Bolton uh, in the season we came up in yeah, the late 80s. Right. And it was the back end of his career. He didn't play too much, I don't think, for the first team, but I remember seeing him in the reserves and he would play with all these young kids. And honestly, it was like, yeah, men against boys. He would like yell and scream and shout, at, at like at just directing everybody and where they should be. He just, right. uh, you know, again, one of the, the most decorated players in English football, that, that fella. So right. yeah, that was really fun to watch him do do his thing cool. uh, towards the end of his career. I also saw the uh, Gary Pallister and Steve Bruce combination. Oh, yeah, okay. As well. And great. Steve yeah. Bruce, have never got a captain that I will never know? Yeah, isn't that incredible, isn't it? I've gone for Ashley Cole at uh, at left back. Yeah, I'm going Julian Dick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Wow. Has he got something on you or something? Has he, is he, is he threatened to beat you up? Tell me, has he threatened to break you up? <laughs> I love Julian Dick. He's like proper old school, really, you know? <laughs> Julian Dick, for goodness sake. I can't even believe he played for Liverpool. <laughs> and how he didn't get a game for England, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, though, we're talking about penalties earlier. You want him taking a penalty, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, our West Ham Man United game, when I was in the Man United end at Upton Park, 
He scored the equalising goal. It was a 2-2 game. And he scored the equalising penalty. I do have a little love for him. He was a proper old school. and yeah, Excellent stuff. Well, there you go. There's no one messing around on the right wing for the opposing team. Opposing team. So, in to midfield. Yeah, I, I definitely go with Roy Keane. I saw him as a young player for Nottingham Forest, actually. Ah, okay. Well, like, and, um, yeah, Roy Keane all day has to be my, my first one on the sheet. All right. Well, I've got Vieira up against him. So that okay. was. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Glenn Hoddle as well, I would have to say. Oh, yeah. I'm jealous about that. Not, I didn't see uh, Glenn Hoddle. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. I also had Paul Gascoigne on my list as well, so. Because obviously I saw him a lot for Spurs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. No, I'm super jealous about those two. I've got skulls in my midfield. Um, okay. I, I don't know. Well documented that my love for Paul Skulls. I've, I've also gone for uh, JJ Okocha. Uh, the yeah privilege of uh, being able to watch him. Brilliant. Any season playing for the for the Wanderers. Yes. It's amazing to think that uh, we attracted players like that at one point. Uh, but I have never seen a player with such unbelievable grace and balance. No. Yeah. I'd like to put, you know, like a curveball in there. I'd, I'd put probably Raphael van der Vaart when he came to Tottenham. But I didn't see him live. That's the problem I've got. <laughs> so, yeah. So let's forget about that one. Actually, I just realized I didn't see him live, which is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> I saw Chrissy Waddle live. <laughs> well, that could be, that could be um, another interesting one, an underappreciated uh, 11. I think yeah. van der Vaart would get in there, I think, wouldn't he? He was a sensation, and yeah. he still loves his time at Tottenham as well. Which he still tweets and stuff about us, hopefully winning the title this year, which is going to happen. Man City will find out this weekend. <laughs> and, uh, That's a Rodney guarantee, just there. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Up front, who you got? Well, I've got one more in midfield. Um, oh. I've got. Um, do you remember Georgie Kinkladze for City? What a player! What a player! He was like five foot one, wasn't he? Yeah, it was like six stone wet through. And honestly, he would just dance through. I mean, he would go missing for like 80 minutes in a game, but he would come good with something unbelievable. And uh, I saw him a couple of times. My uh, college girlfriend's uh, brother was a, a City fan and I took him to watch a, a game at uh, like around New Year at Main Road. And yeah. uh, he was playing and just lit up the place. He was fantastic. Well, I've got a funny one as well. I saw David Beckham play one of his very first games for United when he came to Wild Lane. And I have this, I think I've mentioned it on a previous podcast, but I ran down when he was taking a corner in the East Stand, or the South Stand where I was, in the members' end, and I went, Oi, does your mummy know you're out tonight? Not knowing no. who he was going to be at the time. And <laughs> It was worth it, though, eh? It was worth it. it, was worth it. <laughs> and I always remember, every time I see him on any press, I always think of that. Okay, what, what, who do you have for forwards? Klinsman. Oh, nice, yeah, okay. I, I have never... Be more enthralled with a striker coming to the the Premier League as it was for 1.1 million, and the joy he brought me for that season was was just amazing. Yeah, I remember falling down some ste- um, some seats at White Hart Lane when he scored his opening goal, his uh, opening home goal against Everton with the scissor kick. I did that little dive. I think he scored against Sheffield Wednesday in his opening game on Saturday, but that one at White Hart Lane, we beat Everton. Was um, thank you, Paul Brown. Was um, particularly. It was just a great season, and to watch him, I watched. I'll never forget him. <laughs> well, I've I've gone. Um, I've gone Eric Cantona. Um, saw him play uh, a few times for United, and uh, well, actually saw him score in uh, in Vienna. Right, United in the Champions League. He was on uh, my list. He yeah. was on my list. Definitely on my list. But the other one I probably go for is um, Shearer. Thank you. 
I couldn't think of his yeah. bloody name. Yeah, Steve Alasura. I mean, what a great striker. Yeah, oh, he was... I, I used to hate... I mean, <laughs> he was just such a... St. Allen used to call him, didn't he? Like, yeah. he, he the referees would just give him absolutely everything. So he's oh, super yeah, totally. annoying to play against. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. What a striker. Yeah. Right, Ronaldo, I've gone with. I think I've mentioned before. Uh, saw him make his debut for United. Wow. And the reason why Nicky Hunt, uh, the Bolton right back, does not make this list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, obviously, yeah, turned into an absolute legend uh, for United. And there's talk of him going back as well, isn't there, at the moment? Right, and I well, I also saw Gary Lineker live as well, so he has to be in there. For oh, there you go. He scored the winner at Stamford Bridge in 1991 in the 89th minute. Although we've won at Stamford Bridge since then once, that was the last time we'd won for like quarter century. So, and you were there. I was there. I was in yeah. the way end, and my ticket yeah. was six pounds in 91, and I got it off the black market for ten pounds in the way end. And it's when they had them electric fences up at Stamford Bridge. And they kept us in the ground for an hour and a half after the game. Wow, we yeah, your reputation yeah. went before you clearly. I know, right? Horrible. My last pick is uh, Omri. Just yeah, he could do absolutely anything. That fella, can't he really? And uh, always if game ball the game. If you say so. <laughs> I'm sure, the Republic of Ireland fans will love you. Oh, no, it's true enough. Yeah, no, that is definitely a black mark. He's handballing <laughs> against them. Yeah. We all would have done it, oh, Paul. We all would have done it. Yeah, I don't know whether I would or not. But, uh, yeah, you would have. It's a moment of madness. Significant of others. Um, Ida Good Johnson was a great player for Bolton. Basically, Bolton was his rehab before he went to Chelsea and then uh, Barcelona and others. Um, he had a bad injury when he came to us. And uh, But, yeah, what a what a player. Best goal I've ever seen live against uh, Wimbledon. And Yaya Torre as well. He was another yeah. one. It's kind of like just had his own kind of like Force field around him. No one could get anywhere close, could he? No. To, to tackle him, he could pick a pass, got a goal in him. Yeah, what a player he was. I'll give a mention to Andy Cole as well. I saw him live a couple of times. Great striker for Newcastle and Manchester United. Oh, yeah. Very underrated striker. Um, nobody really talks about Andy Cole, but what a striker. And uh, David Bentley needs a mention as well. <laughs> uh, well, you're a fully signed up member of the uh, David Bentley fan club with your shirt and everything, haven't you, sir? <laughs> because oh, dearie me. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, that was good. I enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, if you have uh, your own. One more, one more, Paul. One more. Clive oh. Allen. Clive oh, Allen. Yeah. 1987, <laughs> 49 goals for Tottenham. He's um, a good one. I, I bet he hardly ever played for England. I wonder why that was. I have no idea. He played American football. Well, I think we talked about this, didn't we? That's right, yeah. He became a kicker for um, one of the London teams. But, um, there you go. Monarchs. Was it? Yeah, cool. Something like that, yeah. The Monarchs, yeah. Cool, yeah. So if you have um, an, an 11 that you would like to submit of the players that you've seen over the years, uh, we'd really like to hear from you. Um, at Fussy From Foot. Fussy From The Foot at gmail.com as well. Uh, let us know um, what yours are. Yeah, when we come back, we will preview what's going to happen uh, this coming weekend. All right, welcome back. Um, we will preview what's going to happen uh, this weekend in terms of games. Um, there's no games on Friday, but on Saturday, there's an early start for Newcastle versus Chelsea. Come on, Newcastle. <laughs> Chelsea on a bit of a tear at the minute, aren't they? But uh, you can never trust uh, Newcastle to uh, to do anything, really. So <laughs> they might do anything. <laughs> yes. 
Pick that result. I have no idea about that score. In fact, any score, apart from one, which we'll get to. Each. Okay. <laughs> um, Villa, uh, the seven o'clock game. They're playing uh, Brighton Hove Albion. I uh, see nothing but a Villa win there, Paul. Yeah, can't score, can they? Uh, no. Brighton. And uh, also, yeah, Jack Grealish is the new uh, English uh, uh, hero. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, Paul, seriously, build the team around him and Foden. Yeah. End of. Harry Kane, captain. Get rid of Pickford. He's got no arms. He yeah, would have yeah. saved that free kick poke, by the way, against Belgium. And I was really upset that uh, Kane's header was actually exceptional when it was cleared off the line. For Lukaku yeah. to clean off the line, I was like, no way. But anyway, yeah. let's, let's go back. Uh, so, yeah. Then after the Villa game, 9.30, your Tottenham Hotspur play Manchester City. Come on. Let's have it. We have a run of games here, Paul. We play, I think we play City, then we play Chelsea, then we play Arsenal. Then we play Palace, then we play Liverpool. Okay. Yeah, so this is this is it, isn't it? Here we go. This is how you yeah, this is how you win the title, isn't it? This is the Yeah. So make or break time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really nervous about this game, but you know, there's history with Guardiola and Mourinho and um Sure. Mourinho seen we, we have a good record against City as well, so I see a win here for us. And we go top of the table. Yeah. And <laughs> we will remain there. <laughs> slip it into neutral and then just coast away through the entire rest of the season. Yeah, nice one. <laughs> Sorry. I'm getting giddy and I don't know why. <laughs> I have no idea why. Probably the Guinness. Um <laughs> The late game on Saturday is Manchester United at home to West Bromwich Albion. Come on, West Brom. And uh, yeah, if ever Ollie needed a, a game, it's probably anything against West Brom right now. You say that, but Slavin Village, ex West Ham, had some famous victories at Old Trafford himself. So. <laughs> All right. Boing, boing, baggy, baggy. <laughs> In the other leagues, at 6 30, uh, Bayern Munich play uh, Werder Bremen. Uh, Bolton, the all conquering Bolton, uh, play Stevenage at their place at 7. Russia Dortmund are away at Hertha Berlin at 11 30. A late game for the year in the Bundesliga. It's an unusual one on a Saturday, that. In La Liga, we don't often mention La Liga, but it's a big game. Barca, uh, they're away at Atletico Madrid. Yeah, pick the bones out of that. Sunday, um, early start for Everton fans, away at Fulham at four o'clock in the morning. And Everton need to bounce back. They've lost three on the spin now in the EPL, so tricky place to go because Fulham, I think, won their last game. Yeah, six o'clock. Uh, West Ham travel to Sheffield United. Winless Sheffield United. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty abject so far. Yeah, and West Ham look good, and Rice looked good today for England as well. I, I, so I've read. So yeah, he's, he's, a goal he's a, I know I bang on about him, but he's a good player. In eight thirty, our Gooners travel again up to Yorkshire uh, for their game against Leeds. I can see Arsenal getting a pace in here, mate. Uh, is there a week where you can't see Arsenal getting a, a pasty? No, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your rationale for that? I just think Leeds are really good on the offensive, and I think Arsenal might struggle. Yeah, Leeds are really bad when you come onto them, and Arsenal not a team to come onto them. That's that. Do you know what? That's exactly what I thought. And uh, so yeah, I think there I, is a little bit of like. Um, you know, thinking about this, not just because I'm an anti Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> I would never accuse you of that. Um, <laughs> you should. Um, 
Yeah, and by the way, this like whiffs of the 1970s, doesn't it? This game doesn't like, it? Yeah, <laughs> it was like Jack Charlton and uh, Billy Bremner kind of kicking lumps out of people. So, oh, yeah. can't wait. I I don't think Arsenal are up for this game. Yeah, this I might be proved completely wrong, but uh, yeah, I'm hoping. The final game on Sunday is a big one for our um, our foxes. Leicester play Liverpool in the title decider. One one. No, no, it's not at all. <laughs> I'll tell you why it's going to be the title decided because we'll be City 3 1 and they'll draw 1 1. And they'll right. pull okay. away from the rest. Like cream rising to the top, dear boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that game. That's going to be a right crack of that. Totally. In other other games, we've got um, your mate, the Cadiz fan, uh, yeah. Real Sociedad at 7.15, unusual time. And then there's a first playing third in Serie A. Again, don't usually mention them, but uh, Napoli versus AC Milan is a, a yeah. big game there. Yeah, totally. Um, on Monday... Cracking game. <laughs> Burnley play Palace. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who's watching this, mate? <laughs> Burnley play Palace in a... I suppose we have to, Derby. At 12 noon, Wolves play Southampton. Interesting game. Looking It'll forward be a to lovely game of football, that, shouldn't it? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Southampton are doing really well. And, and Wolves, similar kind of thing that Southampton are doing at the minute, I think, really. Okay, um, there is midweek action um, in Europe. First of all, uh, Chelsea travel to Rennes. Um, and then in other games, uh, Borussia Dortmund, home to Club Bruges. And Manchester United, they are at home to Bazak Shear. Yeah, and Barcelona travel to Dynamo Kiev. And PSG host Leipzig, which might be interesting. PSG can't buy a goal at the moment. Yeah, they're right. qualifying at the minute, are they? So. Um, really interesting group, and Man United was humiliated by Basakshir last time out, if you remember. I mean, probably humiliated is, is uh, strong, but uh, yeah, they certainly lost. Well, they were disappointingly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roy Keane didn't allow them back on the plane, did he not? On Wednesday, we've got City away at Olympiakos, Bayern Munich at home to RB Salzburg. Mm-hmm. Um, a big game into. This is uh, Real Madrid. Yep. Liverpool at home to Atalanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all going on. Did Marseille play Porto? Marseille, yeah, absolutely. On Thursday in Europa League, um, Arsenal away leg at, at Mulder. Solskjaer's old team. Um, uh, these are two early games, actually, because also Leicester away at Braga. Yeah. At Thanksgiving as well, by the way. Oh, that's right. And I remember Arsenal playing. Uh, Frankfurt last year. They lost yeah, 2-1. that's right. And it was Fox's face's last game, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it really well because I was, it was raining really badly. Yeah. And they were 1 0 up when I came into the bar, and within 10 minutes, I think they were 2 1 down. So I had quite a nice little start to my Thanksgiving show. (laughs) How could I ever forget that result? Well, um, also Tottenham there um, at home at 12 o'clock against Ludigrets. Yeah. He's pulling up trees, by the way, Umay Emery in Spain. Is he really? I think they're second in the league, Valencia, at the moment. Wowee. He's doing go. a great job. So it does make you wonder, doesn't it, if it's just um, a bit like Man United, with the manager being there that long, has it just all gone a bit weird? Yeah, but also, I mean, he didn't speak the language, did he, particularly all that well. And I think that's no. got to, um, if you can't put your point across as, as fluently as maybe as you'd like, that's got to make a big difference. And so, yeah, going back to Spain might be just what he needed, really. Or maybe they're just a shit club, Paul. 
<laughs> I mean, I couldn't possibly. <laughs> okay, cool. When we come back, we'll do any other business. Okay, welcome back. AOB, not a great deal from me, I don't think. Um, Wrexham have been taken over by Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney. Yeah, I saw this, yeah, so good luck with them. Um, yeah. Yeah, kind of nice. Overwhelmingly um, voted in. Yeah. Take over as well, so that's cool. Yeah, Alex Morgan made a debut for Tottenham Women. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Good, good. Did she score? Nope. nope. <laughs> what a waste of money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, predict a game. Um, we didn't do anything from, from last week, so we'll go straight into what we think will happen this weekend. Kim of the San Diego Foxes um, is our listener picker this week. And so uh, we'll start off with the Villa-Brighton game. She thinks that's going to be a 3-0 win to Villa. I think 2-1 to Villa. I'm going to go 3-0. To Villa? Brighton. No, oh. Villa. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Big game, Spurs, Manchester City. Kim sees this as a 3-2 win to City. I've got this one apiece. 3-1 Spurs. Three whole goals to one. Leeds, Arsenal. Kim sees this as a 2-1 win to Leeds. I say 3-1 to Leeds. 4-0 Leeds. <laughs> Wowie. Okay. Uh, Leicester, Liverpool. Uh, Kim's, uh, who is obviously a Leicester fan. Leicester play Liverpool. And uh, she sees this as a 2-1 win to Leicester, being a Leicester fan. And I don't disagree. I think they're going to win 2-1. 1-1. Okay. Very sobering draw. <laughs> I can't imagine who that would help out. Uh, what else? Wolves against Southampton. Kim sees this as a 1 0 win to Wolves. I see one, this one apiece. 2 1 Southampton. Sorry, James. Okay. Bayern Munich play Werder Bremen. Kim, uh, who is also a Russia Dortmund fan, lest we forget, she uh, predicts 3 1 to Bayern Munich. Um, I, I say 3 0 to Bayern Munich. 5 0 Munich. And finally, Hertha Berlin and her team, Russia Dortmund, she says a 3-0 win. Although she originally texted me saying that, that it was 3-0 to uh, Hertha Berlin, but I did have to double-check, and she is saying 3-0 to Dortmund. I'm saying 3-1 to Dortmund. 2-0 Dortmund. Yeah, I think that's about it. Any, any last call for any anything? In? Nothing. Can't okay. wait to get back to the Premier League, mate. Um, the Blue Football, obviously, we, we, we've gone into the Purple Deer in San Diego County again, so... Nobody's allowed into the bar area anymore unless they're using the restroom, yada, yada, yada. So it's out, outside only. I've put some stools up on the balcony so you can see the TVs. The unfortunate thing is the six, seven o'clock games are going to be a, a no-no right now because we can't serve alcohol outside till eight o'clock and the noise levels for the neighbours. So we'll be open from eight, eight o'clock in the morning on the weekend. Right, so you'll get get to see the second half basically of the first yeah. game Saturday. Yeah. yeah. All right. Communion games are no no. That's a shame. It's all a shame, but you know, hey, this time next year, it'll yeah. be a distant memory. I hope. Hope so. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, as always, we want you to get involved. Footy from the foot at gmail .com and at footy from foot on all of our social media outlets, especially if you have your your um, teams of players that you've seen live. I'd like to hear from you about those. Thanks to those people that have rated, reviewed, and subscribed. And uh, uh, if you feel so inclined, do so. Uh, to uh, Do all of those things too. Thank you to David Sangster for our theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear. Give him a follow on at 
one in 20 Parkinson's. Wherever you watch your football, make sure that you show your appreciation to your bartenders who are opening early or as early as they can. Make sure that you do right by them um, in these trying times. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you, dear listener. And uh, let's do this again next Thursday, which will be Thanksgiving, so maybe Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was good to me. Bye. <laughs>